hoops from shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Oh, no, it's uh, C.J. Nick. Nick, you cannot set a cup of meatball juice where my coffee usually goes. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, Spicy chili meatballs. Mm Mm-hmm. I just had your balls and grease in my mouth. <laughs> I uh, should have warned you. They're extra greasy today. Uh, company Pollock's happening upstairs, so we're yeah. a little jealous downstairs. But Nick brought some of his delicious meatballs he made. How's the vibe up there? Everyone everyone got our sports station on the radio, listening, you know hanging out. Seems like there's a lot of a lot of sales staff up there. That a lot of brought, loafers? Yeah, that just brought crackers or bread. Or, oh, I brought the fruit tray. And you think you're going to get my meatballs in your mouth? No, thank you. Yeah, no, I thank made you. these. You worked mm-hmm. hard. That's right. Uh, I did. You Been are slow cooking them here in the building all morning. Exactly. You actually... Simultaneously cooking my balls and doing radio nonstop. N- not to That's... mention, you you hunted, trapped, and killed the uh, feral squirrels and cats in the neighborhood around the station to make these I uh, did. delicious meatballs. I did work hard for those meatballs. I had to go to two different HEBs. We used to do uh, a Friendsgiving potluck when I was in college because... I, I'm not sure if I worked at the radio station or not. Point being, I had a job yeah. that didn't allow me to go home for, uh, for you know, most holidays, especially Thanksgiving, because mm-hmm. at the radio station, every uh, usually on Thursday, uh, the day of Thanksgiving or the Wednesday before, we would have uh, breakfast with uh, Aggies and Longhorns and yeah. former coaches and players, and I would have to run that broadcast. Then on Friday would be the game, so we'd have to work the radio station tailgate. So that Saturday, we would usually do a potluck, and everyone would cook their, like, signature dish, whatever it was, and we would all just get together, hang out. But there was one girl that would always go to McDonald's, and she would get, like, a 50-pack of chicken McNuggets and a bunch of sauce, and it always, always started with everyone being kind of pissed and eye-rolling, like, "Uh she's just bringing nuggets, like, really? But by the end of the night, when those were the only things left and everyone was inebriated Mm -hmm. uh, and there was just a plate full of nuggets in every sauce, it became the most popular thing because no one wanted to eat more turkey and casserole and stuffing. The the nuggets worked. So I remember this happened specifically. uh, So first of all, up there are some Chick-fil-A nuggets. That somebody brought, and and so you know. Did they say, get? Did they bring uh, the sauces though? That's what I. I don't know. I haven't been able to scope that. Out. I, just, I just know on the sign up sheet somebody listed Chick fil A nuggets. Okay. Um. And uh, uh. But last year, I know our my morning show co host, your afternoon co host, Jason's uh, work stepdaughter that Emily a little bit too touchy with uh, Emily. She was like very evangelical about bringing the uh, fruit and vegetable tray, and I was like, "This is worthless. No you are wasting that. your money. Nobody wants that." Yeah, like that's and and so she was like, "No, no, no. It's, this is a very important, vital part of a, no, any good n- potluck is the veggie tray." No, it's not unless you have a lot yeah. of ranch to dip yeah. it in, so we can drown out the disgustingness of health. The only reason is that if they run out of dipping sauces for the nuggets, you have that ranch from the veggie tray, and that's not even good ranch. It's never good ranch. Uh, but so just to spite her, I went and bought a bunch of chicken tenders from Golden Chick because I'm a Golden Chick guy. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. and, and oh my god, that was like the the hit of the potluck. 
Um, now, however, speaking of uh, Golden Chick and grease, mm-hmm. that's what makes Golden Chick good is their grease. They don't mm-hmm. change it out ever. Yeah. It's the same grease they yeah. had when the place started. Yeah. Uh, however, very expensive. It's very expensive to buy, I think it was like 60 chicken tenders. <laughs> so, so, to, so, to spite I, someone, I, it, it was like definitely like $60 that I spent on chicken tenders for the Pollock. And I was like, look, you guys, you guys are, nobody else is bringing that level of quality food. I'm not, I'm not getting the reciprocal value. So I just decided to serve them my, my balls this this year. Uh, your meatballs were good. So Thank I you. was worried you weren't going to come back from the potluck. I don't know if you know, but I had to jump on air and do a break. And this is actually, this is a clip of me on air without you in here. I'm having a good time. Not. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been wanting to play that Wayne's World <laughs> clip for 10 years. Oh, good. I'm glad so, we finally so thank you for finally being there. Uh, it's time for a tank update. As you know, the NBA is in full action. Actually, they're not really in full action until after Christmas. But uh, the season is happening. And this year is something special because we've had multiple players throughout the eons that have been good. Um, you've had Kevin Durant and uh, Greg Ogden. Uh, Ogden? Ogden, right? Odin. Right? O- Odin? Yeah. Why did I say Ogden? I don't know. I don't, That's don't know a tackle for the Ravens? Tua Tungo Vailoa. All right, I there still you got go. it. Uh, you've had multiple years where there have been uh, clear number one, number two draft picks, but then you've had magical years where you've had LeBron James, you've had Tim Duncan, you've mm-hmm. had franchise-defining players. I mean, Zion Williamson for... Is he? I think so. Okay. I think he counts. I think he counts. T- TBD. Yeah. Uh, but now we have a, a, a gentleman named Victor Wangbanganga, which is going to be coming through the uh, the draft. A very stacked draft, mind you. There are a lot of yeah. uh, good players. Um, he is going to be the consensus number one overall pick. Again, a franchise-changing player. So now we have Tankapalooza in the NBA. A lot of teams are just not caring, including your San Antonio Spurs, where famously Greg Popovich was eating a sandwich during a press conference. Or maybe not eating it, maybe just kind of picking through, seeing uh, how they you know, adjusted his toppings it, it was, and whatnot. If you haven't seen the video, it's beautiful, because, yeah, he's not really eating. Like, if he just came in there and ate a sandwich, he's like, yeah, ho-hum. But no, he's like... He's carefully unwrapping it. He's kind of like playing with it, checking to make sure everything's good inside. You have to if you go. Yeah, if you go to Thundercloud, you have to because I love Thundercloud. They're great, but I don't think the workers are paying attention to anything you say. No, so you you have to make sure that you didn't get the bean sprouts or whatever. But let's look at 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 Thundercloud. They're literally like, "Hey, did you get that purple dinosaurs sandwich order right? I don't know, man. All right, cool, cool, cool." Uh, let's look at Tankapalooza. And again, the Spurs started off with a bit of a problem because they were winning. Yes. And you're not supposed to win. That's not how you tank. They don't have a good team. How are they winning? Look, it's uh, their first time tanking. They don't know. They're very true. But now they have since recovered. In their last 10, they've gone 3-7 and seven for an overall record of 6-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, The Spurs are just ahead of the Oklahoma City Thunder at 6-8. and eight. Orlando Magic at 4-10. and 10. Charlotte Hornets four and eleven. Your, this is actually this team's not trying to tank, but they might end up just doing it, which is not fair because f you, you're the Lakers, uh, Los Angeles Lakers, three well, and ten, and that's that's the brilliant part is because the Pelicans have their pick, so the Pelicans would end up if the Lakers they uh, have an unprotected draft pick. I don't. It's I don't know exactly. See, that's the thing is is unprotected where, 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 draft picks are very rare, and. I would have to go in and look at that, but that might be a case because a lot of times, if you're gonna if, if you're gonna trade 
an unprotected draft pick. Usually it's for the next season or several down the road. I don't know. I'm not a general manager. Uh, but I do need to go watch that John C. Riley uh, documentary where he is playing the uh, Jerry Buss, the Lakers manager. Yeah, Showtime? Yeah, it's really good, yeah. No. Uh, Detroit Pistons, 3-12, and 12, and the Houston Rockets uh, at the very bottom at 2-12. and 12. Now, being the worst team doesn't guarantee that you're going to get the number one overall draft pick. As a matter of fact, uh, it doesn't even mean you're going to be in the lower echelon of that because they have adjusted and they've changed the uh, the NBA lottery. However, it still means in this thick, deep draft that you're going to have a good chance of grabbing a player that can immediately yeah. impact your roster. So teams are tanking. Nick, tanking cool if it's good for the overall franchise or is it a uh, is it kind of a trashy move? I mean, I've done it myself so many times in fantasy football. In my dynasty league, where oh, it's because just like, you get I, to, so I, I can't, I can't sit here and get cautious, say don't tank. But I mean, look, the answer is is uh, look at the Pittsburgh Steelers in the NFL. Is that their coach was so good, even when they were dragging Ben Roethlisberger's corpse down the field, like they were still winning games. And now they've got Kenny Pickett instead of tanking and trying to get like a top one, you know, one of the top quarterbacks. They could have had maybe a Justin Fields. Uh, I don't know if that math lines up. So, look, that, that's the best way. To, how do you win in the NBA? By having superstars. How do you get, how do you get superstars? You take Usually them with the top couple trading, of picks. Yeah. And so that's, that's it. Unless they just want to sit there and say, hey, no more draft. It's just free agency. And you work out a deal and you sign them to your team. But this is the process. So I can't in good consciousness. Now, it, it, and I understand for a fan's point of view, is you don't want to see it, but like it's the Golden State Warriors have the same record as the Spurs. Like that's crazy, and the, and the, the Warriors are not tanking. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. They're, they're going to make they're, the playoffs. They're trying in, to yeah. get their long, young players, but like it seems like everybody except for Boston and Milwaukee is 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 really mediocre records. Oh, going you mean Milwaukee, which is yes. Algonquin for the good land? Exactly. Uh, two Wayne's exactly. World references there in one go. show. Schwing. Um, the the frustrating, so, so especially just you know for the Spurs, I'm like you know if we end up, if it ends up working, it's it's fine. I do think it's interesting though is that you mentioned that if you don't have the exact, uh, it's not just if you have the worst record, record you get the number one pick like in the NFL, you get the lottery system. This is a crazy C.J. Morgan type theory of you don't want to have the worst record, you want to be two or, two or three. three. Correct. I don't. I haven't gone back and done yeah. the actual research, but I feel like it's. If if it if it's not rarely the actual worst record that gets the number one pick, I do think your odds are better to be like a two or a three there's, and kind of hover there. There's got to be better ways to evaluate and make this more fair for a team that actually sucks. There's got to be a way to penalize tanking, but you you can't because how do you know if someone's tanking or not? They say, oh, I'm resting my players. I'm trying out a new strategy. There, there's a lot going on with that, but it's just it's unfair and it makes me mad. And here's why the draft makes me mad because I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, a team that is repeatedly uh, been just good enough to not really draft anyone and build yeah. around the end of Dirk Nowitzki's career. Am I happy we have Luka? Yeah, great. Sure, that's awesome. Once-in-a-lifetime franchise-changing player. We have one. I should be happy. I'm not because they're not doing anything else around him. But the most frustrating thing of being a Mavs fan living in San Marcos, Texas, in Austin, was having Spurs fans everywhere. And the Spurs are the... NBA team that hit the GD lottery that did Twice. it in a way that is amazing because you had the Admiral go down 
midway they the year before they made the playoffs he got hurt mm-hmm. uh the rest of their season they're not so good they're sub 500 they end up winning the lottery and at this time uh you had a young man uh who stayed at Wake Forest through his senior year but he almost was, unheard of he was so good, good but yeah. he stayed through his senior year and he was going to be the number 1 overall pick if he had left early he would have been uh, but he was going to be the consensus number one overall pick. The Spurs didn't need him because when when Robinson was better, he was going. To, uh, the Spurs were going to be back in the playoff mix. But they got the number one draft pick, which they should not have got. I I don't even know uh, who the worst couple of teams were that year, but it was not the Spurs. It, and they get Tim Duncan. And then the next year have a healthy David Robinson. Yeah, it's just not fair. And, and I it, hate it. It's it's also one of those. Um, it, it almost seems like a weird conspiracy. It's like it's like the the frozen envelope, you know, or or like we talked about the Michael Jordan flu game. Was it a, a, a bad pizza? Like it just it's like you you almost look at it and it's like I don't believe that this is not that this this is like WWE type stuff that just your best Correct. player would get hurt, which I I feel like the the Spurs. Honestly, like again, if you're not tanking, you're not trying. If you ask me, so they should have held him out. Like, hey, are you like David Robinson? Probably could have played, but it's like, no, no, no. You go ahead and sit this one out. We need to get that first yeah, round pick. Yeah, see, I, I don't think tanking was quite in. I'm just the but minds I'm saying, like, then, it, it's, but it's, it it's that crazy where you're looking for some yeah. sort of angle of that, and like, I can believe that. I could believe that they However, pulled all these strings. But he, here's why: if, if it was Boston or LA, that would have been a conspiracy yes. for sure. Yes, because you want your major market West and East Coast teams to be dominant. The Spurs, yeah. everyone's mad at them all the time because they're good. Yeah, but here, here's where you should get hope because while they also were able to continue their dynasty with uh, you know Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, and both of those they guys, made some great pickups of dudes that were off the radar of other teams. Yes, Absolutely. so yeah. that's. That, yes, and, the, and then and then culture it's luck as well and skill, luck, skill, culture. I mean, they've developed great players. Uh, I mean, they also had dudes that like Robert Ori that made huge impacts uh, for the team at pivotal well, moments. Well, once once you get that kind of start and you get you get the first two championships with the Twin Towers, then you know it's like okay, now everybody wants to go play. It's like hey, did Robinson win too? Yeah, he did. Right, okay, ninety nine and two thousand three, and then two thousand three. Yeah, when Tim okay. when Tim took over the reins and became the MVP. You know, but then they were able to build on that success, and that's when you start drawing in the free Dude, agents. And then they got Kawhi. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, again, but you know, Kawhi was not a was was he? I don't think he was a. I think he was a first rounder, but I don't think he was like a top. No, guy like no, that. but he. But they still ended up with another franchise player yeah. uh, to go from. Essentially, they they could have gone from Duncan, Timmy D, pick fifteen, to Kawhi uh, in the first round. Yeah. So, but again, just like my point is, is, is that once you have that foundational piece, which you guys do have in Luca. You know, you you've got your 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 Frank Winnebago, okay? You you, you got it, and so <laughs> it's Winnebago. Sorry, excuse me. I just say it fast with confidence. I, I do like Winnebago. Um, yeah, and, and so you know, you you've kind of got your you've got your, the corner once in a lifetime player. And now, so now build around it, him. Yeah, but so, do it. But you know, it also you got to do it first. Because I will admit, if you can get two of them, like the Spurs did, that really helps. Sure, that's kind of set it off as they got two of them. So. I think the answer, CJ, is you got to go after uh, Luca's ankles. You got to hurt him this year. Do the classic Bijan no. should be good this year. That way they tank, and then they get Frank Winnebago, and you're good for the rest of your your, your career. Okay, 
There you know you what? Uh, I'm going to call Mark Cuban. Uh, actually, we're going to do that. We're going to give Mark Cuban a call. Uh, then we're going to go to the phones because we have some humans that want to say how great or how terrible we are. 512 Are you sure you're reading the call screen? 834 We'll be back very shortly with your calls and Mark Cuban on the line. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Connect with us, please. 512-834-1027. Love to hear your hot takes or at Almost ESPN on Twitter. Once I remember the password, we'll communicate with you on our social media. In the meantime, uh, let's go to the phones. Caller, uh, what do you got to say? Hello. Hi. Is this Mark Cuban? No, it's Florida Man Kyle. How Even better. Favorite? Oh, how are my two favorite chimps on the Davenport in the basement? Pretty good. We're trying to, to, to thank you very much for the third Wayne's World reference of this show. Man, I you know feel like I'm finally doing I'll, good. I'll give you I'll give you a fourth. Do I frighten you? Do you want me no. to? Do you want me to? <laughs> I'm sorry, Russell. Oh, I believe I requested the hand job. I didn't get that joke as a kid and had to ask my dad who took me to see it in the movie theater. Point being, it's about uh, signals when you go live on air. Uh, Florida man, Kyle, what's your take? Well, first of all, my take is, sidebar, do you know that Vanderkoff's wife in that movie is a vet from the movie Clue? Did not. Is your mind just blown? Yeah, yes, ab- absolutely. Well, I, I wanted to ask, a serious, I have a serious, legit question for, for, for once. Um, but no, so I, I'm not a huge NBA fan. I, 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 I'm an almost NBA fan. So my question is, and if y'all don't know, you know, I, 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 I won't be surprised, I don't think a lot of people know. Why do they do the draft so weirdly in the NBA? In the NFL, it's so simple. It's, you know, the, la- the last place team gets the first pick. Second to last place team gets the second pick, which is why it was so cool two years ago when the Jets tried to tank and jetted it up by, by forgetting to tank and the Jags got to get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. My, my, my question is, why don't they do it like that? In the NBA, why is it this, you know, Powerball lottery where they pick balls out of a hat or something like that? So that's my question for y'all. So y'all have a great day. Love y'all show as always. Uh, Thank you very much, Florida man, Kyle. Uh, I'll say uh, two reasons why they do that. Number one, because it's gimmicky and fun. And the NBA is competing with the all-powerful NFL. So they got to do something silly and different to make the draft more interesting and uh, number two, I, I think maybe it's just because an NBA player can come into a team, any first or second round draft pick, this is, again, me almost sportsing it, uh, a player can come out of college or high school into the NBA and immediately impact and start for an NBA franchise, whereas in the NFL, that's much less likely that a first round whatever you name it, mm-hmm. uh, skill player, even quarterback, running back, wide receiver, is going to quite as often have an immediate impact starting for that team. I don't know. That's my thought. So maybe they think it adds a little more parity uh, to where the best overall player doesn't go to the worst team, but there's a bit of a chance that the four teams can... I don't know, man. It's stupid. Uh, th- thank you for, for stalling while I Googled why does anybody have a draft I, I could no. tell you were you were either playing your uh, Bejeweled game or you were looking, and I figured you were looking well, this up, so I was trying I to... I was looking it up for confirmation. The NBA has a draft lottery to combat tanking. 
which I know what you're thinking <laughs> is the okay. good job. And like that's why this has been a constant thing is like this is supposed to stop tanking. And I think it, it does play into they were more concerned with it than other sports because like you said, the the because there's only five starters one player can have a dramatic impact. Immediately. Yes. Whereas in other sports, that's not quite the case. Yeah. It sometimes is the case. But if you look at uh, Vince Young going to the NFL, uh, had a good you know rookie of the year, yeah. had a good season, but, yeah. but didn't really shake things. Whereas a collegiate player, mm-hmm. the be- let's say Vince Young was the best uh, college player in football of that year. If you have the best college basketball player, Tim Duncan of his year go into the NBA, he immediately makes an impact on uh, on almost any team and can turn around the franchise. So yeah, sure, Com- combats tanking makes it more fair. Well, well look, it, baseball it, players get stuck in minor league teams for yeah, ten years. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Uh, in, in in honor of Florida man Kyle, you can look at Trevor Lawrence. Like they had him, they had he was the consensus. This is the next since like I think he was billed as the best recruit since Andrew Luck for quarterback. Yeah, and, and has it really you know changed things for them? No, not, not especially. He's also I playing mean, for a bad team. Yeah, no, but but, but but that that proves the point is that he was a he was the Frank Winnebago of of the NFL a couple of years ago. It's like this guy is a can't miss, surefire. You want him on your team thing. P- teams were tanking for him, and it hasn't really immediately turned around the Jaguars. Now they're you know it, it's looking hopeful. I for believe them. it's pronounced Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Jaguar. But uh, so yeah, that's why they have the NBA draft lottery, and and there's been several attempts to pick it because yeah, teams are just like we don't care if if if, if you know it doesn't matter. We still want as many of those ping pong balls. Now again, ten foil time. Keep your third eye open. Uh, the NBA. Some would say that the NBA has the lottery system because it's easier to rig and say who do you which teams would you want to get the first round pick in these players. Versus just if it's all scheduled, so that was some that that could have been some David Stern's type type stuff where he's just like I, I gotta wait 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 explain that to me again. If you have just a, the team's worst record is what makes them. Uh, uh, I, I don't know what is playing. It's, it's, it's supposed to just be. <laughs> it's your question, it, to Coach it's, Steve. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, Anyhow, one more time. The truth is out there. If it's if you leave up just the team's record, then whoever has the worst record will get the first pick. But if it's all these crazy ping pong balls that you can easily manipulate, I mean, and yes. some are weighted, some are frozen, some are just whatever, then it lets the NBA do whatever they want. Decide who goes where and why. Whatever they want. Maybe in that year the they Pel- s- the Pelicans lose Anthony Davis to the Lakers, and all of a sudden they just get Zion Williamson, the best college prospect. Hmm. Mm. Maybe they also thought Tim Duncan, they didn't like him because he was too much of a good boy. He was nice. He stayed all four years. Tim Duncan, we can't, he's not a star. He's not talkative. He doesn't like going in front of the media and acting wild. We need someone like Dennis Rodman, but a little more controllable. Tim Duncan, no. You know what we're going to do? We're going to send him to the Spurs. We're going to send him to a little city called San Antonio and bury him and his career there. Well, he'll be overshadowed by David Robinson and then fade into obscurity. Tim Duncan from the Virgin Islands. Where should you send a virgin? Not to the big cities of L.A. or New York, but to San Antonio. San Antonio, where where there's no sexual temptation ever. Or anyone worth having sex with there in any way whatsoever. This has been NBA Conspiracies, and you know what? I think we're on to something, Nick. I think if we're going to be correct and accurate, we got to at least uh, 
think outside the box here. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, well, Occam's razor. Ah, no, 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 no. I think we're absolutely correct with this. And I think uh, the only person that can really nail where we're going uh, is, is going to be Mark Cuban. And Mark, uh, what do you have to say, particularly when it comes to uh, the current NBA structure as uh, we're, we're looking at it right now? So amped up. You hit 100,000 in sales. You hit 500,000 in sales. Now you're on a mission to hit a million, then two million. And you're trying to come up with all these ways just to grow that top line because it's, it's almost like an ego boost as opposed to the bottom line. You're chasing revenue and not chasing profits. So there you go. Mark all Cuban right. uh, in an exclusive interview with Almost Sports. Uh, you're chasing revenue, not profits. And how do you get revenue? Not with Tim Duncan in L.A. or Boston. With Tim Duncan hidden and squirreled away. But it backfired on the Illuminati that runs the NBA, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Stuck the landing. <laughs> yep. Got all the little pins and needles here. Also, uh... You know, engineering, why did two goddamn things play at once? Can we can we can we fix that? Because before the lightning strike, it didn't happen. Uh-huh. And it now it, it, I just press something and all of a sudden eight things talk. Also, while we're bitching about stuff, which is exactly what I'm doing, and we will be back with actual sports things, I think, I guess. Uh a frustrating, stupid thing that really bothers me when it comes to this studio and everything in here. Is going to be coming up right after this. Hang around. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Back at it, CJ, filling in for, well, you know what, technically I'm filling in because I'm trying to press buttons. Not working. Uh, Nick, filling in for Jason, who is out sick. Uh, we wish him well with his mystery illness. Should be back tomorrow just in time for What the F Wednesdays and Hot Take Rodeo. And then, of course, our draft, which this week I propose to you, Nick. We do our Thanksgiving foods. We're ah. going to talk about it later at the end of the show during mandatory non-sports. I'm still uh, checking what, chicken tenders number one. You think so? Because they're delicious. Everyone loves mm-hmm. chicken tenders. And uh, with the advent of the air fryer, makes heating them up so much more easy. But first, I'm going to explain what happened earlier. I'm trying to play a clip. Two things are playing at once. Uh, and that's frustrating. However, I did figure it out. It was just one of our little things underneath us. But... Uh, the dumb thing that really makes me mad on our station is is that ESPN Radio has a thing where their ads and their videos start playing automatically. So we'll be in the middle of a show, and then yeah. like you suddenly start hearing two things playing, and it's ESPN playing. And it's just dumb and frustrating because it shouldn't do that. And I blame ESPN. like Jason Moore. You don't even deserve to be on a sports show because you're bad at fantasy football. Nick also hates you. He spit in his meatballs. No one likes you, I think somehow we've tapped into your inner thoughts. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't mean to hear that playing. Okay, geez. Point being... There's a lot of stuff happening in here, and there's too many buttons, yes. okay? I didn't go to school to become a pilot. I went to school to make <laughs> fart jokes on the radio, okay? If you, you want know, this honestly, thing landed, it should be done automatically. I can see you as an airline pilot. I don't know if this is an insult Why, or a I'm a drunk? Well, that, but, but um, also, yeah. Uh, I can see you coming out of the captain's lodge having to tuck in your shirt because it's disheveled. Uh, but speak- also, like, like, just here, you've got uh, over the intercom... Vibes. Comedic skills. Like, uh, this is your captain. Captain yeah. Morgan speaking. Uh, I can see you doing it. way to crush the uh, Bahamas. Uh, uh, speaking of me actually being good at sports, I don't know if you noticed this. Were we speaking of that? Well, I'm just saying, 
Yeah, you know, I didn't mean to mess with your transition. Continue. It's okay. Even our salespeople are like, what? You're the sports guy? You do sports? I'm like, yeah, I like sports, okay? I run the damn gambling here in this building. Uh, um, really? The sales guys are going to critique things on this station? Yeah, okay? go, go up and eat more of the food you didn't bring for our potluck. How many times we got to hear about Brett and his woos? All right, sell a goddamn commercial. I just did something very gross that I hate when people do at work, but I disposed of it properly. I just bit off a fingernail, mm-hmm. a thumbnail that was hanging off. I bit it, and then I threw it at our trash can. Made it right in. Nothing but that. Sunk it. Nothing right, but bag. Right. As a matter of fact. Some call you the Steph Curry of throwing toenail Of discarding body the, parts yes. yeah, of yeah, my yeah. own into right. uh, plastic trash Deadly bags. downtown. At work. Uh, that's how I go. Uh, <laughs> let's do fantasy football really quick. Um, not your league. To. We don't care. In fact, no one cares about their league. But what you might care about is me hurting financially because my bank account is swollen right now because it's payday? No, because I have all the dues, all the prize money from the Waterloo Media Fantasy Football League and several of us in this room every day are competing in that. Johnny Rude, Nick, Jason, and myself. I thought, let's take a look at the odds to make the playoffs. There are 10 teams and 6 playoff spots. I know there used to be 12. I forgot to adjust Mm -hmm. it down to 4. Uh, let's start with our friend Johnny Rude. Johnny Rude, of course, a uh, member of the sports team, often uh, hanging out with uh, Ed or Brandon, and uh, also the dude that runs all the tailgates for the radio station. So you might see him down before a U2 game. Uh, Johnny Rude is uh, actually in a pretty bad position, only a 36% chance to make the playoffs. He's currently sitting at number eight. Nick. You're in. When and you're in. Oh, crap. You are currently sitting at five and five. You are number six. Uh, you have a 52% chance of actually making the playoffs. There's always a catch. You got to win. That's very true. Uh, sitting plump atop the standings, a miserable start to his season. Now at six and four, number two, a 94% chance of making the playoffs one Jason Dick. And of course, we don't want him to win because then he's going to quit the league. Mm-hmm. That was his whole thing is he joined the fantasy league at his work to basically show us how badass he is, which yeah. in the first year he made the finals and then lost due to a tiebreaker, due to an end-of-the-minute garbage-time touchdown or some weird thing. It was the Eagles, I remember. Yeah, yeah I was and, there. I saw it. Now I, he, I saw the, the light die in his eyes as he realized... Oh, yeah, because y'all were out partying, and yes. he thought he had won and then didn't realize, and then it really sent him in a spiral, didn't he it? He made us leave our friend Kenny's uh, Christmas party. Damn. Yeah. That's dark. i tell you what, though. That was the best gift I ever got Ooh. for Christmas. And now he's been stuck in this league with a bunch of people his he hates ever since. His team name is literally since. canceled Christmas. He changed it since then. And it's then. been it's, that it's ever been since. That way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 94% chance of making the playoffs. So, uh, Jason, maybe this is the year you're free. Uh, I, I called it. I said, I statistically, mathematically, I have to win this week, mm-hmm. which I did, to make the playoffs. I then look, and I am still in last place at 4-6. and six. Ending my six-game losing streak, I have a hey. 35% chance to make the playoffs. Uh, and then I'm like, well, there's still a lot of football to be played. There are only three games left in our fantasy league before the playoffs Oops. start. So Oops. that uh, that makes it uh, even more difficult because then if I win Ooh. all three, I'm only barely above 500, and everyone else looks like uh, they can easily... Everyone else just has to win a game or two. And then I'm like, well, I could still eke in. 
But our tiebreaker in standings is points four, and I am by a hundred points in last place. Like the the worst team right above me has a hundred more points scored than I do. So I am uh, I am not going to be making the playoffs this year. Much like Texas will not be making the Big Twelve championship unless there's a lot of math and a lot of help. So it's right. come to an end, Nick. You check want, check you, this out, CJ. Do you want all my players? Give me 50 I, I, bucks. I was, I was literally going to say. Half of the dues. Let's, you want to keep Jason in this league? You want to stop him from winning? I have a chance. I just need to win. I'm actually playing him this next week, I think. Okay. So, you know, that's an important one. Let's collude on air. You give. You got Travis Kelsey? He's good. All right. I'll give you Travis Kelsey and Jonathan Taylor and Debo Samuel and Lamar Jackson for 400 bucks. Like like fantasy dollars? No, real dollars. Because then if no, you because no, 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 no. with that lineup you'll win the championship. The payout's like eight hundred. So you're giving me four hundred. You're gonna come in three hundred dollars profit. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Can I do some sort of contingency uh, if I actually win? I I no. just give you a split amount. No, no, no. Like, you you give me the money now. Because otherwise it'll look shady. Oh right, right, yeah. right, right. Instead, just Venmo me four hundred really... and go. Thanks for drugs. I was really hoping that you would just tap into this. Let's just screw Jason over when he's not here. I want thing. to. Yeah, yeah, but because you do, but you do that for free, you dude. Do I was you I, do it for the love of the game, my I, man, not monetary profit. I wanted to trade him for a running back that he then dropped, which then I couldn't pick up in time. Yeah. to help my team. Oh well, exactly. that's get back at him by giving me your good players. That's been fantasy football. I know you don't care. I know you hate it, but it's okay because again, our point of fantasy is to screw over Jason Dick and keep him in perpetuity in this league that he doesn't want to be in. You know what you should do is if he's like if he's about to win the 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 finals, he's in there. Do what I did when to, you beat me and adjust the score. Well, I was gonna say just cancel the league. Just shut down the league so he can't win it. And then, then, we'll, then we'll restart it next year. Refund everyone's money. Yeah. Cancel the league. I mean he doesn't care about money. That yeah. would be kind of funny. Yeah, just that yeah. way that way he just he can't get that win. Speaking record. of money, did I tell you my long con I was gonna do with Jason but then uh wussed out? Uh, no. he, he always has a wallet that has $100 and $20 bills in it. He uh, keeps he, a lot of cash. He, he likes to call them bullets. For the, That's his buy-in uh, yeah, when he's no, playing I poker. Know. So he's gotta, he has to keep, he's got to be stocked with bullets. Uh, but I was going to take a little bit like every week. Yeah. And then wait till the end of the year and give him like a big cash present for Christmas or some crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then just admit that I had stolen it. But then I worried that like I might get caught or he mm-hmm. might not realize it's a joke or even worse. You know how I said I run the gambling at work for, yeah. for squares, for the NCAA bracket, for fantasy football. Multiple times I've had envelopes full of money that I've lost. And so I would hate to lose a lot of Jason's money and then have to pay him back out of money I stole just to do a bit. It's not a good bit. Yeah, It's stealing money. It's not, it's not a good idea. But that it's, not, been, it's, he, not, it's not a good bit, but it is a good grift. Because I'm telling you, I would have given he, it back. Like, you but guys, he wouldn't have noticed. You guys should do a fun game. Just call how much money is in Jason's wallet where he plays because he does not know. He leaves it he sitting around. Not, he will not notice if you just slip out a twenty. Except that he probably only has one twenty because they're all hundreds. But I'm telling you, he will not notice. And I and I'm, I'm kicking myself. I've been working for him for like over a decade that I have not just gone in there and given myself little 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 bonuses every now and then because he will not notice. I guarantee Correct. you that. 
This has been, idea. This has been our if you see Jason Dick on the street, rob him segment. Yes. Just kidding. He also carry he's armed to the teeth, so yeah. I, I wouldn't dare do that. Uh, we're gonna be back talking how Jason did create a betting monster out of myself, and he's not happy about it. Plus, uh the Olympics already time to start thinking about their silly mascots and a quick World Cup update when Almost Sports is back to Almost Doing Sports. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. I'm having a good time. Not. (laughs) Nick filling in for Jason Dick. I'm CJ Morgan, your other Almost Sports host. And somehow we're still here. Going to talk about the Olympics and uh, the weird, wacky mascots coming up. Plus, Thanksgiving foods. What do you want to get rid of? What should we get rid of? And do we need to do a Thanksgiving food draft? I think yes. Uh, but first, when it comes to the world of sports betting, I'm not doing well. I have not won pickums. I'm going to be knocked out of fantasy. My gambling, my money I sent with Jason Dick to Las Vegas has all but dissipated. Mm-hmm. I only have one more chance to win any gambling at all in the year of our Lord 2022, and that hinges on the United States men's team to win the World Cup. Uh, spoiler alert, they're not a favorite. They might not even get out of their group. Yeah, that's not looking good for you, my man. Sorry. Wales and England and even Iran, who hate the United States for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, anyhow, when it comes to betting on this particular radio station, I'm actually now, I do believe, after going 3-0, and three weeks in a row, 9-0, and I am way ahead of Jason when it comes to our sports bet, and he has accused me of cheating. He has accused me of mm-hmm. stealing answers, listening to other people, Googling stuff when I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do, which is look at the plus minus and be like, oh, this team's at home. I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. I look back at like I'm doing my own research, but he thinks I'm cheating. Well, you know, he He taught me how to do it. Yeah, he he has a thing with golf. I don't know if you're familiar where he says practice is is cheating. And so (laughs) yeah, so just doing any kind of you know, efforts to make yourself a better gambler, he's going to view as just cheating. You know what? That's funny you say that, and I realize uh, more and more every day that Jason, Dick, and I have a lot in common. Uh, one time we were visiting family, and they were playing cornhole, mm-hmm. and my team was the the current winner, so we were we were up to play again who was challenging us, and the team that was challenging us was throwing. And I was like, no, 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 what are you doing? And like, oh, we're just warming up. I'm like, no, 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 you don't get practice. You don't get practice before you play. You don't yeah. get to warm up. That's not fair. We didn't warm up. We were taking the mandatory 30-minute break so everyone could eat and open their white elephant presents. There's no warming up. Practice is cheating. Thank you. Uh, Good call, Jason. Anyhow, the Olympics are around the corner. Who's excited? Let's play the official Olympic theme and get ready to discuss the Olympics. Now, Nick, what Olympics? What's happening? Uh, so they recently came out with the mascots for the Paris Olympics and Paralympic Games. Uh, Is it a revolutionary guy on the third of Brumaire with a tricorn hat that refers to you as citizen? So here's a lot of words that I'm not familiar with, but do you know what a Ferengi is? A uh, Ferengian? For, yes, a Ferengi. They are yes. uh, a, a, a type of uh, alien uh, in the Star Trek universe. Yeah. Um, one of the th- uh, favorite ones, Cork uh, from Deep Space Nine. He can tell if Kanye West would hate them or love them. He was the bar owner right. of uh, on on Deep, and then always in dealing in shady things. Uh, his son was actually friends with uh, Commander Cisco's son as well, Jake yeah. Nog. 
I don't know. Yeah. Ship named after Dude, him. how do we know this stuff? Are you a Star Trek guy or a Star Wars guy? Uh, both. Or, both. No, like, no, 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 no. Both. No, no, no. I can be. No, unacceptable. No. Uh, okay, well, no. Star Trek doesn't have any Legos, so there you go. All right. That's good. Uh, anyway, they're, they're the triangular red hats that I guess the French revolutions were known for. Uh, and so that's their new mascot, which if you're familiar with the whole Olympic mascot thing, they all basically uh, look like failed Pokemon. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's actually like really hilarious. And so, but now they were just like, you know what? And, and much like Pokemon with some of the later generations, you know, you can only do a tiger or a horse or a frog with a bulb on its back long enough where you're just like, you know what? Just, just send them out. Just whatever. If they're half, half cooked, whatever, it's fine. Uh, so that's clear what they're doing now. They just, there's just supposed to be these, these floppy conical hats. But a few people on the internets uh, have basically, people think that they look like a certain part of the female anatomy. Uh, I'm not quite sure what I can say on this station versus can, the other you one. You can say boobs, but just once. But uh, it rhymes with Dolores, if you're familiar with Seinfeld. Okay. So, you know, it's a certain part that some people may Boob. have problems hmm. finding. Bo- boobs, locating, didn't, boobs didn't rhyme with that. No, 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 no. It's, it's lower. Okay. Lower it on down. Lower on down. Oh, uh, I knew you were a feet guy. <laughs> <laughs> you freak. It's okay. Yeah. Right, man, there's nothing wrong with it. There's a lot of uh, feet are very sensitive. There's a lot of nerve endings there. That's it's right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Feet are beautiful. Yeah, Nick sure, sucks fine. toes. We just learned that on uh, Almost Sports. So uh, well, they're, you know they're making uh, fun you, of the You mat- had my balls in your mouth earlier today, so yeah. that's yeah. fine. Uh, uh, meatballs. My meatballs. Okay. Meatballs. Uh, so another Olympic mascot, another mascot is being made fun of. And uh, yeah, absolutely love it. The Olympics still two years away. Paris 2024. 2024. Uh, quick question while I pull up this mascot, which is one of the worst of all time. Uh, you... You probably don't care about either. What do you think's a bigger deal, the Olympics or the World Cup? And why oh, is it World, the World, World Cup? Cup? Thank you. Real, like not even. Yes, agree. Yeah, and it's huge. And and I'm telling Jason, I'm like, oh, we're gonna be watching games when we're doing the show and blah blah. And he's like, oh, yeah, are we? You U.S. any good? And then he just tunes me out. Yeah, but uh, I'm a big fan no, of it. People care about the World Cup. Nobody really cares about the Olympics. It's just, you know, it, it's, honestly, it's a racket. It's like, hey, we got to sell advertising and get money for bids. And so, yeah, not many anybody can support it. They're usually economic disasters, especially the one in Japan was very bad because of the pandemic. So, yeah, World Cup, totally. Uh, I want to show you this mascot that Amarillo's now defunct uh, uh, baseball team had. Yeah. I know that Jason and sometimes you, you especially Jason, likes to collect weird uh, hats for minor league baseball teams and yes. whatnot. I don't even know what the name of this is. Now they're the Sod Poodles. Which are little ground squirrels, uh, but this is this is a giant banana, which looks like a guy with a giant um, phallus uh, poking out. Uh, yes. The tip of it is even a different shape and color than the rest of it, and it was uh, bad place for the brown spot, my man. Very bad, and it was uh, it was quickly uh, moved on. Uh, but the good news is, I now see on eBay that you can buy this costume for six hundred and nine euros. So if you were looking to participate in that, uh, we missed out on talking Always about... Always trust an internet auction that goes in euros. Yeah, that, well, it's better than Bitcoin these days. <laughs> uh, bullpen coming in here up next. It was a lot of fun hanging with you, Nick. Thank you. We'll probably see you tomorrow. I don't know. Either way, lots more actual sports stuff to come as we go on the day. So keep it here for, uh, you know, the bullpen. Patrick mm-hmm. Brandon. And then later, my man Beto, my man Ed Clements uh, with Sports Talk. Real creative name there. Almost where it's a little better. Uh, Anyhow, yeah.
This is me fading out. Nailing it. Yeah, I was Good gonna job. I was gonna play that Wayne's World clip, but I, I, can't, I can't. Just two it. normal guys hanging out, having fun, right? Guy number two. Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch, cause I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. I like my friend. He's a real guys guy. He's not a loud mouth like that old Steve.